passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last. What up? What up? The real coach JB here, man. Another slap dick podcast coming at you. Um, here on this fine Monday, the twentieth, Christmas week. 2021, last few days of the year. Always exciting, always uh, challenging, always, uh, you know, looking forward to what's next um, in life and everything else. But um, title of this show is I'm Better Than You. That's the damn mentality we have right now in America. That's why it's all fucked up. But I'm going to discuss the real and the raw and uncut version of the shit, not the fucking bullshit one you hear on the news. Um, this show is brought to you by Manscaped always. Um, Christmas week, man, you can still get you some slapdick whiskey. I told you I'll sign a bottle. There's some bottles to be had that are out there. Uh, CoachJBStore.com. You can get you a bottle of whiskey signed by myself, um, especially if you go get some Manscaped at manscaped.com. You get 20% off plus free shipping using the promo code SLAPDICK. And all you got to do is shave your balls. Women, get you guys, get your guys some. They need it. You know it. Their ears, nose, back, that back of the neck hair. You need to get all that shit trimmed up to go to the in-laws or whatever for Christmas. And you can't just be having fucking hair coming out your ears and all kind of old weirdo, creepy looking fucking pedophile shit. Have you noticed all the politicians? They all got some weird ass fucking hair. One motherfucker got like whiskers coming out on one side. They don't have it on the other. That's some weird shit. But hey, man, it's a uh, Christmas week. Manscaped.com, 20% off using the promo code SLAPDICK. And tell them Coach JB sent you. Title of this show is I'm Better Than You. Um, I'm going to dive into that shit every which way. Uh, quote of the day, man. Don't play the victim to circumstances you created. Don't play the fucking victim to circumstances that you created. Why the fuck is it that everybody wants to play the victim when the harsh reality hits them in the mouth? 
But they've been talking, yapping. It's like the motherfuckers on Twitter. Everybody on Twitter is a gangster. Everybody on Twitter is hard. Everybody on Twitter is fucking the man. He he, he thinks he's the motherfucker. And then all of a sudden you see that motherfucker in public or he gets called out and now he's the victim. Now he's the fucking victim. This fucking cunt who... I, I sorry, I told somebody I wouldn't say that C word. See you next Tuesday. This see you next Tuesday person uh, that tried to blast me out and uh, on my on my uh, whiskey deal. You know, it's funny, man. That uh, <laughs> she has been promoting whiskeys that are so fucking highly offensive. But all of a sudden, she gets a hold of Slapdick, who's d- never bashed a woman, never fucking talked to uh, degraded women, always defending them, always supporting them. And yet, I'm the motherfucking bad guy because you found out I was on a show in the state of Kansas, and that's where you work. And some old fucking man who probably is your daddy, but you're also fucking him told you that this guy that has this whiskey is an asshole and you're like really i've been pushing it and it's been selling like crazy by the way the state of kansas sold out in one day but yet this is the haters this is what we are living with this is what everybody wants to see the next person fall instead of see him rise it's just crazy to me man i you know back in the day man we never steer you wrong we'd only steer you strong that was our motto growing up in the neighborhood Nowadays, dog, it's it's feast or famine. Everybody wants to fucking bury somebody to get their glory. And it's fucking crazy. But until you fucking get hit in the face, you're never the victim. And then you get fucking called out. And now all of a sudden, you're the victim to circumstances that you fucking created. Whoo. American way, man. Step on your back, bury you so I can take over your glory. Fucking crazy. But anyway, um, this lady gets called out, though, for all the shit, and then she's the victim. She's the victim after I call her bitch ass out and let her know the truth and let all the people know, and she's texting me on Instagram asking me to fucking please stop. Now you're the victim to circumstances you fucking created. That shit is unbelievable to me. Motherfuckers are really, really, truly victims to circumstances they created. And it's like, dog, if hindsight was 2020, right, you wouldn't have did it. Motherfuckers just be putting their foot in their mouth, man. And it's unfortunate because then you got to go out your way to blast them out. And prove to the public that your name's not mud. That's the only reason I thought about doing a show to contradict how Netflix depicted me. It wasn't that Netflix did me a way that, like, I knew they were filming me 100 days of fucking, you know, every fucking day. I knew they were filming me. But at the same time, man, it's like, damn, I didn't know you were going to put that out that way on the show. Because that's not how it happened. That wasn't the fucking way it went down. So, yes, on YouTube, man, please become a member. It's $1.99. Hit that button. Support it. Uh, I'm trying to grow this channel. I, I deleted all the other channels, so I appreciate you. 
becoming a member, hitting the like, uh, hitting the follow button, become a member, hit the bell notification ring, get you, uh, get you known when I'm on and everything and, uh, stuff like that. So it's a dollar 99 man a month. So it ain't, it's easy. Appreciate you. Um, anyway, man, you know, girl tried to kill my, 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 my whiskey and, and, and just hated that it was killing it in the state of Kansas. And then, uh, now we're in Oklahoma. So everybody in Oklahoma, you guys can go to a liquor store near you, get you some slap dick. I appreciate Oklahoma shout out to all my Oklahomans. Um, that are uh, supporting the whiskey, man. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, Kansas, we'll be back shortly in there. Uh, Oklahoma, give it up. Kansas, we'll be back. Um, hopefully the distributor will carry us uh, in Kansas. That's carrying us in Oklahoma because they knew how well it did. It's just a matter It's just a matter of haters, man. It's just unbelievable. Haters are just unbelievable. So, Savage State. Savage says, you can't afford it. Hey, it's all good, man. Um, even though I know you buy like Starbucks every day, so I know you're lying. But it's good. It's all good. Because if you couldn't afford it, you wouldn't be in this motherfucker. See, that's the thing about it. People always want to talk about some crazy shit. Motherfucker, you buy Starbucks every day. If you're not, then uh, then if you're really struggling, then kudos to you. I love all my strugglers, dog. You know why? Because at the end of the day, if you don't quit, it'll make you better. Just remember. So, can't afford $1.99 a month? Hey, fuck it. I, I, there was a point where I couldn't, and I won it. So, each his own, brother. I'm not going to get on my knees and suck your dick if you don't. <laughs> hey, dog, I still get out of bed and grind every day. But listen, Lafayette transfer tight end Steven Stilianos picked up an offer from Sam Houston State. Let me repeat what I just said. Lafayette transfer tight end picks up an offer from Sam Houston State. <laughs> Do you guys even fucking understand what I just read? Do you understand how bad and soft we are as America? Do you just realize that a motherfucker was already at a four-year school, Lafayette, and now picked up an offer from Sam Houston State. That is on the NCAA Transfer Portal Twitter. The NCAA has a Transfer Portal Twitter. And they promote and market transfers in the portal. There's something bigger to it than what I can put my finger on. And they have to be making money. There has to be some type of monetary outcome here because there's no fucking way the NCAA continues to promote this fucking action by kids. Like, there's no way. You're promoting and marketing it for a fucking reason. You want the transfers, and I don't know why the NCAA wants it. I just don't know why. Um, very interesting. Uh, they're, they're making this shit implode from within. It's going to end up exploding once everybody's in the middle of the fucking crater. Somebody's just going to throw a grenade in the bot in the, in the portal and everything's going to blow up. It's going to end. It's going to end Juco. It's going to end high school recruiting. See, this is what people don't get. All these cats that signed. Okay. 
that's signed at a four-year institution who's now transferring to another four-year institution. This is they play in the, they're playing the victim to circumstances that they created. <laughs> Dog, like and the coaches that are taking them and accepting them are the biggest fucking failures in my opinion in this whole youth generational this societal fucking issue that I talk about all the time. It's the coach, the parent and the administrator that is condoning it, that is marketing it, pushing it and accepted it. They've accepted it. So now once they accept it, they're all in. You're you're in the circle. Now we're just going to go all in with it. So now we'll fucking we'll call every single kid in the portal and recruit you from the portal. Fuck high school. Fuck JUCO. We're going to recruit the portal. The issue is there's 30 something hundred kids in the portal and not every kid can go to a division 1 school because there's only 100 and fucking what? 34 division 1 schools that play football. Very, very bad, uh, horrible issue going on, in my opinion. Um, you know what's fucked up? High school student-athletes have been given a waiver that they don't have to pass the ACT or the SAT for, SAT or ACT for four years because of the pandemic, because of COVID. Four years, you don't have to pass the test. All you have to have is a GPA high enough, you can go four-year institution. See, you don't think that they got with the NCAA and figured out, okay, let's figure this out. High school athletics will come into this agreement because we're not recruiting you anyway. We're recruiting the portal. That's how fucked up this whole thing is. That's why it's a governmental fucking ploy, in my opinion. It's all a bigger picture. And uh, these high school kids are being fucked, looked right over. No, 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 no issue. No, they cannot get a scholarship and you're going to recruit the portal. Um, over high school kids, but you've you've made another soft fucking implementation of a rule that you don't even have to pass the ACT or SAT for four years, and you've created more soft asses and harder heads by doing this than you would ever imagine. So now, all right, we don't have to take the ACT or an SAT. We're Division One eligible based on GPA. But guess what? You're not being recruited any fucking way. So you've just did your kids a disservice. They don't even have to go through everything that all of us all, all of us other people had to go through. Like, dog, that's why you're creating these soft motherfuckers, man. Like, oh, man, it's unbelievable. Please, people out there, all you grown-ups listening, please, if you hear a kid and that motherfucker addresses a grown person and he says, yo, a." And don't say thank you, please, yes, sir, no, sir. Uh, call that motherfucker out, man. Call the motherfucker young ass out. Say, dog, you paid a bill yet? Why don't you have some respect for this older motherfucker? You know, it's uh, it's funny, man. You know, this is a true story happened the other day. A good friend of mine has a father, obviously, like all of us had a father, I'm sure. At least sperm donor, right? Not me. I had a dad. I, I'm just saying, I know a lot of people have sperm donors. Shit, I'm a sperm donor pretty much. But listen, his dad don't like me. He don't like what I stand for. He don't like what I did on a show. Now, I've never really kicked it with his dad that much. He don't know me like that. 
and I'm 45 years old, so I'm in the right, in my opinion, to talk shit to his dad or beat his dad's ass or any of this real elementary thinking, in my opinion, right? That is the issue with what we have going on with our youth right now. Kids beating up teachers. Younger people disrespecting older people. So I'm telling you this story is because the reason is because he made a statement that he didn't like X, Y, Z that I did. And, and, and I could easily be some egotistical dude. We all have an ego, especially football coach. I'm just going to be honest with you. We have the biggest egos in the world. Don't If they tell you otherwise, they're lying to you. I'm telling you I have an ego. People confuse an ego for cocky and, and egotist. I mean, uh, egotistical people, that they, they, they confuse us with cocky and arrogant. See, there's a huge difference. There's a very big fine line between arrogant and cocky. See, arrogance has to be something that you're not afraid to say because you've either done it or you can see yourself doing it and accomplishing it. Cocky is a motherfucker that ain't never done it and says he will. <laughs> Please understand the difference. And that's just JB's definition of the two. But I'm just being honest. You've all had a cocky motherfucker who's come up to you talking this shit. I'll bust your ass on the hoop court. And he's fucking horrible. You get him on the court and he's fucking horrible. When you're egotistical, you talk about what you did to someone else and what you'll do to them and do it. It ain't bragging if it's true. See, people take it the wrong way, though. People take it totally the wrong way, and it's all right. It's cool. I don't, I don't have no issue. But see, you'll never see me come out and say some shit that I did not do and say that I will do. Because I never, if I haven't done it, I ain't going to say I did it. But if I've done it or in that genre or in that lane, I'll tell you I did. I'll tell you I'm going to do it. And that's egotistical. We're all egotistical. Lane Kiffin, very egotistical. Whether you like, whether you don't think it or not, because he doesn't have social media, he doesn't play all the internet games. Nick Saban, very egotistical. President Trump, dog, they, they all have an ego. He, now he has a bunch of fucking other issues, but I'm just telling you. Just I've got off my line there for a minute, but um, we all have an ego, so. By saying that, though, man, a lot of people uh, don't play the victim to your circumstances that you created, man. A lot of people fucking are playing the victim role right now. They're all playing the victim. And, you know, it's, it's, it's we got another fucking dude in here. I mean, these guys are fucking cunts. You guys are so fucking cunts. But you wouldn't call me fake in person, motherfucker. I would bet dollars to dimes. That you wouldn't say shit to me. I probably ran into you. I've probably fucked your girl. And you're mad at me. Is that what it is? Did I fuck your girl Maduro Brickhouse and my dick was bigger than yours and she told you one day in, in your ear? Is that why you're mad? I'm sorry, dawg. You got small dick syndrome, bro. It's all good. Hey, you have to make up names to come on my YouTube channel. It's unbelievably funny and sad. <laughs> You have to make up names to come on my show because you're so fucking um, sad. <laughs> 
God damn. I bet you let your girl piss on your in, in your down your throat and shit on your stomach. <laughs> you big old fucking bitch. You're the biggest bitch of all. <laughs> he can't even spell. The mother can't even spell. It's okay. Um Hide behind the internet. But, dog, you know how many cats... You know this is the same dude, Tim Parrish. This motherfucker comes on here and makes a new name when we block him. He comes on here and makes a new name every time. He has nothing to do but make up names. <laughs> Holy fuck. That shit is comical to me. I feel for you, dog. I feel for you. You got a small wee-wee. You got a clit. You have a clit. Does your girl suck your clit? <laughs> <laughs> come on do what homie what am i gonna come on to like you're scared you're hiding behind a fake name <laughs> you're hiding bruh you you the biggest old bitch hey homie you probably get fucked in the pen get your bitch ass up out of here anyway um we all have ego see that's egotistical right there because i already know i'll beat that fuck out of him no that's what it is see that's egotistical not cocky it is a difference. But anyway, um, it's funny, man. You, you get these people that come on your show and they try to fucking uh, fuck with you. It's comical to me. Um, let me see. I don't have time. Um, yeah, man, it's off the top of the rip, man. I just rip these shows. I rip fucking clowning dumb motherfuckers that come in. Um you know, it's, it's 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 these motherfuckers that come on your show and want to talk shit. But anyway, I'm better than you mentality, man, is is it cocky or is it egotistical? The latest victim's Urban Meyer. It, it fucked Urban Meyer. Um, and I'm going to dive into that um, here shortly. But, but like I was telling you guys, you grown folks, check these young kids. Check their motherfucking ass. If they're fucking disrespectful to older people, check them. And uh, don't be scared to check them. You ain't got to be disrespectful to them, but that's the problem, man. These motherfuckers don't have no motherfuckers telling them what to, how life really is. You got these smash and grab uh, cats all around America right now. They're smashing and grabbing, um, stealing broad daylight um, because nothing's happening to them. They have no parenting. Because if they had parenting, they wouldn't be doing it. It's nothing about, you cannot tell me otherwise. Don't try to give no some fucking excuse. That's the problem. People are making excuses for excuses. And it's so fucked up. You're making excuses for excuses. And, and it blows my mind, man. It really does. Give me one second. I'll be right back. Um, one second. At you, man. I appreciate the great Marshall Falk for joining us, Hall of Famer. Uh, I got Hello? a quote of the day, man. Quit yeah, looking in the rearview mirror. We ain't going uh, that way. Do concrete. Um, keep it real yeah. smart okay, and stupid simple, man. man Kiss a, method. Shit. Keep it super later. simple. Hey, uh, Mr. Falk, Marshall Mobile? Falk, I appreciate you joining Valley? us, man, on the podcast. Uh, appreciate you coming uh, in. Sixty uh, by fifteen. A few minutes, brother. I appreciate it greatly. All good, JB. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, anytime, man. Anytime. Um, I want to. Uh, I want to let everybody know what you're doing nowadays, man. I know you're doing a lot. No, I got I all uh, I have in there is you're going out to uh, Super Bowl some, 55 uh, to uh, educate some Latino youth on some uh, drug stuff. Really exactly so you want to elaborate on that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So um, um, I'll be at Super Bowl, and I, I work in conjunction as the 
the international spokesperson for uh, the Foundation for Drug Free World, oh, yeah. and it's exactly what we what, what it says. You know, it's like if people say, "So, what do you guys do?" I'm like, "Well, you know, Foundation for a Drug Free World." Yeah, yeah. But to, to, yeah, yeah. to really explain to people, um, we're, we're not going around was, uh, telling people to be, what uh, to do with their lives and how to there, not do it. What we're doing is we're educating so people on what they are doing, the effects of drugs, how how the disaster behind that it yeah. leaves when someone decides to partake, how the family feels, oh, whether yeah, it's like the kids, the wife, the, um, the mother, line, the uh, father, the siblings, how we're left to pick up the pieces and, like water, and understanding what that is. And that's just for adults, knowing yeah, the yeah. education part of it. Now, for kids, yeah, yeah. they, they get peer person yeah, into it. They want to be cool. They want to look cool. And they don't even know what they're getting into. Yeah, and yeah, before right. you know it, before you know it, drugs got a hold of you in your life. Your life is just, <laughs> it's a whirlwind. And you're wondering what happened. I didn't know that shit went up so high. I did, I did my whole fucking backyard for like 2,500 just a year ago. Yeah, no, you can't even get at you, man. I appreciate the great Marshall Falk for joining us, Hall of Famer. Uh, I got a yeah, quote yeah, of the yeah. day, man. Quit looking um, in the rear view. Yeah, let me know, man. Uh, I'll way. send you pictures right now. Um, keep it real yeah. smart right, and stupid simple, man. Kiss me. My bad. I had to take that call. Um, shit. Let me see. Anyway, man, I'm still... Uh, I didn't even know there was a game on today. I didn't know there was two games on, dog. I'm so busy. Anyway, Urban Meyer, egotistical, bit him in the ass, in my opinion. Uh, I think that he got he got the job and didn't understand what the whole job entitled entailed. John uh, Jimmy Johnson told him. Like, dog, this is a different fucking galaxy. Then it's not a different world. It's a different galaxy. But I, I gotta come to some. I gotta come to some coaching defense at when everyone else bashes him. I have to come up to a, a. I have to come up to his defense. I guess Urban came out and spoke. I don't know what he said. I haven't listened um, or seen it. I've been so swamped. Um. I don't. I don't know if he. I guess he's came out and said some things. Um. Today, I think. Um. I want to see what it said here, real quick. Customers have. Um. Apparently, he came out and said some shit. But before I find out what he said, I don't know what he said. I, honest to God, I don't know what he said yet. Um. I have to defend the coach in in in, in this regard, okay? Um, let me see what he said here. Let me read it to you. I think everything is so. I'm um, reading what he said. I mean, this is kind of what I was defending him for. I'm defending him in this regard, okay? I don't def- condone his actions with the gr- the girl at the bar not flying back with the team. I think he was cocky in the sense that he did not, he's never accomplished anything in the NFL. So you're cocky. You're not arrogant because you've, his arrogance got in the way of his, uh, his uh, open thinking process, in my opinion, because he never won in the NFL. He's won in college at a very high level. One of the all time winningest college coaches percentage wise. And he thought, 
Okay, I'm Urban Fucking Meyer. My dick hangs to the ground. I can win here. Ain't no issue. I'm going to do what I do my way. Winning the NFL is a completely different deal. What I'm defending him on is I do believe the world has become super fucking soft and fragile. And I don't believe this would have been an issue 10 years ago. And I do believe the staff as well as the players have become very, very soft and very, very um, quick to throw a coach under the bus because he yelled at them, period. That is exactly the problem in society right now. The coach yells at you. You're so fucking fragile, coach and player alike, that now you guys are on the same team as this, on the same side against the head coach. That is the problem, in my opinion. That's what's fucking causing a huge problem in society because there is no hierarchy no more. These youngsters think that they belong on the pedestal and they're an equal to grown folks who have done this for a long, long time. So that is what the problem is. Like, <laughs> there are so many fucking issues with this because everybody's putting these kids on the same level. The transfer portal has made them on the same level. The NCAA promoting it has been made it on the same level, put them on the same level. The marketing of the transfer portal itself is putting them on the same level. The quick to cancel and fire somebody for cussing you out or touching your kid on the sideline for the Jimmy Lake instance at Washington. It's just become so fucking coddled. It's so coddled. We're coddling these motherfuckers so much that, ah, man, it's, it's going, it's just, to me, it's going to implode and, and eventually it's going to bite Americans in the ass. Uh, if we, God forbid, we ever have to go to war or something, man, motherfucker and shit, we got some soft motherfuckers on the front line. I'll tell you that shit. But anyway, um, and that's what the problem is. We're creating this shit and it's like, holy fuck, man, the mentality is the problem in America. It ain't shit else. But Urban Meyer kicks the kicker, apparently. Okay. This is where I'm defending Urban Meyer. Now, if he kicked them maliciously, then Urban Meyer's a bitch, okay? Let's just make sure we're clear. I, I've never had to touch and hit a kid on purpose. Like, I never hit a kid in trying to get him to fight me back. I mean, uh, see, nowadays, if you hit a kid, in my opinion, you're going to get a fight. You're going to have a fight with a kid, okay? Number one. Back in the day, you wouldn't even get the kid to say nothing back, but yes, sir. So, like... You got to understand, dog. You got to really, you got to realize that. Like, <laughs> there's a huge fucking difference, man. Um, like, you got to understand, there's a true, real issue with coddling these motherfuckers. And that's what we continue to do. We're going to have some motherfuckers on the front line, man, really fucking soft. And get, we're going to get our ass ran through. Um, but, you know. I've never had to kick a motherfucker or put a hands on a kid. I put hands on a kid, but not in the way where see putting hands on a kid and putting hands on a uniformed player in practice is a whole different game. 
Now, hands means to me, people always want to use the term put hands on. Dog, shut up. Because putting hands on a person is fighting them when I grew up, where I grew up, right? It's I'm putting hands on your face, on your body, where, you know, oh, the, your boy's back. Now he's Jim Johnson. <laughs> You're sad, homie. Um, but, you know, I've fucked with players my whole life. You saw the show. You saw them trying to throw me in the lake. Obviously, they knew what they could do and not do with me. And that's the issue with winning over that locker room. Like, motherfuckers couldn't win over the locker He couldn't win over the locker room. He lost the locker room. He lost the team. He lost the job. But unfortunately, nowadays, you have to win over the locker room in a very a very fragile locker room. Very soft motherfuckers. Look at AD. AD made a video that's out there that he's on the, on the floor, butt naked, getting fucking his ass spanked by grown men at Kentucky. And you wonder why that motherfucker was in pink sparkle shoes. And you know the cold part about it is? I think LeBron sees how soft AD is. And AD has become the Paul Gasol of his generation. I call Paul, but Paul Gasol got tougher as his career got. See, after Paul Gasol got ran through by KG and the Celtics, Paul Gasol dropped his nuts finally. Um, AD dog is soft as runny baby shit. And I fully agree with Barkley and Shaq street clothes and all that. That's what AD is. And I've said that shit, man. Motherfuckers need to trade that motherfucker for some shooters. I think LeBron sees the writing on the wall. I think the Lakers fucked up. They got a horrible fucking roster now because now if you got to get rid of AD, then, then, then Westbrook's even a worse fit. In the, at the Lakers. So they have a huge fucking uh, dilemma there that is going to be fucked up. But if he really kicked the kicker hard in the hamstring and really talked shit like that and didn't know his name and all that old shit, you're on some old, you know, 1950s fucking leather helmet shit, right? We know I, I'm not like that, okay? my I, I, I can adapt and get with the times, first of all. I can adapt and get with the times, but it doesn't look like Urban got adapted. Now I know a coach that coached with him for a long time, um, and 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 Urban fired the guy, but he was with him for a long time, man, and and never had an issue with a kid. Never had an issue with a kid. I know a few guys that coached with Urban. I've never heard anything about him fucking with kids like that. I know he's hard on his staffs. I, I know that. I mean, so am I. I mean, so, so is fucking Saban. So, you know, they call a Nick Saban, Nick Satan, right? You know, coaches in the fraternity call him Satan. So I just want to make sure you understand this is not personal. It's a business. And people really don't know how intimate that coaching office locker room setting is. And nowadays we've made it super fragile. And now you have to be able to see. That's why I don't know if I can coach again right now. I, I don't know if I can coach these soft motherfuckers because that because now you got the Bo Davises of the world getting filmed on a bus. You got motherfuckers at Notre Dame filming Kelly leaving and posting it on Twitter like they rather have likes and clicks, clicks and likes, whatever. Over results, period. They don't want to hard. They don't want to work hard no more. Motherfuckers want fucking result. They want fucking 
They want fucking likes, man. That's all they want. And we have too many people teaching them that that's the way to go. Say, nah, man, earn the like, motherfucker. How about you earn the like? Shit, Twitter makes you earn that fucking verified blue check. I, I, I've seen motherfuckers that have blue checks that I'm blowing my that's blowing my mind right now, and I, they won't verify my motherfucking ass. I, I'm, I'm I think I'm about ten times more accomplished than half these motherfuckers. I mean, I got to own a few businesses. I'm on a few shows. I've been on a few things. Like, come on, dog. But you verify a motherfucker that has. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say nothing, dog. Anyway. I got to defend Urban in this regard, though. It has become a fragile world we're in. Now, do I condone him kicking the kicker if he really, truly did? No. But I think the kicker is a bitch. This is why. Because only a bitch-made motherfucker comes out months later, six months later, and tells his story. Like, come out right now and tell the story when it happened. Stop being a bitch about it. Like, you're a grown man. Why didn't you address this motherfucker? Because even me, someone, even I, the, that, that says, you know, coaches should, should, you know, the players should fucking be subordinate and understand this is a hierarchy and you need to earn your stripes. I'm a full believer. But at the same time, if a coach, even in my era growing up, kicked or punched me, we're going to have a problem. But see, I always would fucking, I always, dog, always, I would always respect the coach prior to him disrespecting me. And putting your hands on a cat in a real violent manner trying to really fight them is a whole other line. If Urban did that, he crossed it. Obviously, I have no uh, I'd have no issues with whatever happened to him. But the kicker came out and sounded like a bitch to me. He came out like a bitch, and you didn't have the balls to stand up to him in person, but now you want to come out on fucking a show and talk shit about he kicked me. It, you sound like a big old bitch, homie. I just got to be real with you. Coach kicked me. <laughs> like... Coach, you kicked me. Like, how fucking pussy does that sound from a grown man? And I don't give a fuck how good the kicker was. He sounds like a straight bitch, homie. I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it straight real. He sounds like a bitch. And if you ever thought I would come out and say, Coach kicked me. <laughs> Dog, we have a fucking different world we're in. We're in a different world, man. I just got to be honest. There's nothing really much to say about it. But Urban had the I'm better than you title of this show brought to you by Manscaped. 20% off using promo code slapdick. Manscaped.com. <laughs> he had the I'm better than you mentality. Well, the kicker also had the same mentality because you were scared to confront him in person. Now you come out six months later on a show and, and, and add to the laundry list of things that got this man fired. Period. That's what happened. So... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know, it just is trickling. I'm better than you is just trickling around the world. Uh, 
you know, you got this Mahomes brother, the home Mahomes brother, this little bitch made little kid. I mean, he looks like a fucking bitch. Mahomes girlfriend looks like a fucking idiot. She needs to shut the fuck up and sit her ugly pale milk of magnesia looking ass down somewhere. His brother's ass is so feminine looking. He looks like the mixed fucking uh one of these Jake Paul looking motherfuckers at in the mixed version. Like, dog, I really don't understand how you think you're better than everybody, motherfucker. You have done nothing in your life but be connected to the your daddy's nuts and he shot a blank when your ass came out and Patty Mahomes came out the motherfucking other side. Your motherfucking ass was shot out by maybe the mailman motherfucker. I don't know. But your ass's daddy, who was a pro baseball player, he fucked up by busting your ass. Your motherfucking ass is a fucking idiot. Like, your ass needs to be checked. Like, the mom, the brother, the wife, I fully agreed, Lucy. They are a fucking joke, a mockery. They're all living off Pat Mahomes' uh, name. You would never know. He would have got his ass beat probably by a bouncer at this Kansas City nightclub if he wasn't Mahomes' brother. Like, let's be honest. So, Mahomes being his brother saved him and probably a lot of ass whippings. Plus, you know, he wouldn't have been on those, uh, you know, he wouldn't be on the field disrespecting Sean Taylor's fucking number. Like, just the shit he's done, right? But he thinks he's better than you. That mentality is the problem because he knows now he can't get touched. He can't get his fucking mouth smacked up no more because of who his brother is. Like, that is the problem, man. Like, dog, these motherfuckers are think they're better than you, and it's it's really, it's really fucking disheartening to see the shit because there's no, there is no more fucking uh, these kids and these young cats and and all these people nowadays. They have no humility at all, none, and they don't have to earn it. So they're never going to have to earn. They're never going to have humility because they're giving. They're given everything. This motherfucking generation has been handed everything. And supposedly we're in a broker time. Like the single parents out here are broker than ever. <laughs> you're struggling more than ever. But you're giving your kids cell phones, Jordans, and making them have to earn zero, zilch, nothing. You're not letting them earn. You're not making them earn shit. And you're giving them everything, and they're gonna keep demanding and accept and 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 uh, and expecting shit for free, and that's the problem. That's the issue. But I don't know, man. Um, really fucked up. It's really crazy to me. It really is. Kyrie Irving, I'm better than you mentality, dog. I just gotta be real with you. No, I would never fucking coach Pop Warner. <laughs> never, ever, ever. But let me ask you something. Kyrie Irving comes back to play road games. The 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 New Jersey Net. I, I I first of all, I wish I would let this motherfucker back in. 
Like, you have me all the way fucked up if you ever thought I would let a motherfucker back in who either quit on me, A. Dog, you quit on an organization, number one. Number two, you quit on every single player in that locker room. For KD and them motherfuckers to accept you back are straight hoes. That's how I know this world has changed. They are straight broads. If you think that I would bring in this motherfucker back, who the fuck in that locker room is going to step up? Not even Aldridge is old enough to say, nah, fuck this cat. We've played almost 30 games, and this motherfucker now wants to come back. And then the motherfucker is a mockery of, and then he gets, he's a slap in the fucking face to every single soft motherfucker. He comes back and gets COVID. He gets put on the COVID list the first day back after they fucking put him on. Because this motherfucker was out and about the night before. Do you think he gives a fuck about playing basketball for you motherfuckers? No. I'm just going to play because I'm Kyrie Irving. I need some clout. I need some more money. Whoop be whoop. And they are still paying him from what I understand. So, dog, like... That locker room has no ill will towards this motherfucker. As an organization, you're that bitch made to take this motherfucker back after he told you to fuck off. And you're going to be the laughing stock of the NBA. This motherfucker is only going to play road games. Dog, Steve Nash ain't that cold of a motherfucker to manage this group. So you just imagine I'm, my road roster is totally different than my home roster. Minutes are going to change. You, hey, dog, I know you like playing at home, but you can't play on the road, dog, because Kyrie's back. Like, is that sitting well in the locker room a bunch of, uh, amongst a gr- bunch of grown men who also get paid a lot of money? And none of them motherfuckers have any nuts to say, fuck this motherfucker, dog. We don't need this motherfucker. Let's just go with what we got. Like, nobody has... Any fucking nuts or guts to say that shit? Nobody has any fucking, like, mental fortitude no more, dog. Nobody has no fucking grit. Like, these motherfuckers are so easy. Oh, fuck it. Kyrie, come back. Fuck me in the ass. (laughs) Let me bend over for you, dog. Homie, it's unbelievable to me. Josh Feely, what up, man? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be on there Friday or not. I haven't heard yet. I haven't talked to him uh, since last Friday. But I've been doing a bunch of shit, man, and so is he. So I'll see. I haven't talked to him. Um, I'll find out. Um, I don't know. Deion Sanders signs the number one player, all right, um, in the nation. Give it up for Deion, all right? Pulled the rabbit out of hat, got the number one player. This is the funny part about it. He was the number one player when Dion signed him. Do you know what he is now? Does anyone know what he is now, today? <laughs> He's the number two player. <laughs> you can't sit here and tell me that America's not fucking sh- shady. Not only that, it's, it's petty. It's really petty. And big fish eat little fish. And I've been trying to tell you that. Now, I guess Dion went out and lost a game, you know, a game who I don't know how many fucking people watched. But Dion's making it relevant, right? He's making Jackson State relevant. What are they, 10-2 and one, two or whatever? They lost a 6-5 and five team. Um, 
in a much better conference. But the kid is the number two rated player now all of a sudden after Dion signed him. Well, why wasn't he number one anymore? Because he was the number one player when he signed him. And ESPN and Rivals and all these things came out and he was the best number one player in America. Dion signs him at HBCU and now the rating went down. Did he play a game over the night? <laughs> like, did you did he play a game over the night? Like, this dude on this dude on YouTube, Bunghole JB, he made another name. Can everybody in here really see this dude's sad life? He weighs 600 pounds sitting at home, and he deserves... See, I'm the type of cat that's going to give you attention, dog. A lot of cats will say, JB, fuck him, dog. He ain't nobody. He's not nobody. But that's why I like to let people know. Like, this motherfucker made... This is his third or fourth name. <laughs> oh, dog. These motherfuckers kill me. This guy went from the number one player to the number two player because Dion signed him, and the big-time schools can't have Dion beat them out. You can't go to an HBCU, dog. Like, you can't go to an HBCU. So you're the number two player now. <laughs> oh, man, that shit to me, dog, is really fucking crazy. It's really sad, though, that that's the America we live in. You know, a motherfucker can't appreciate that this kid wants to go where he wants to go. And the coach beats you on the kid. I mean, you know how much hate I used to get for beating up, beating motherfuckers on kids? Like, dog, I got a bad reputation. Half the battle with me, obviously, before Netflix, is because I out-recruited everybody. California coaches hated me because I out-recruited them. <laughs> and now they're, they're mad at me because I out-recruited them. And then guess what? A narrative gets spun about you. He's an asshole. He cusses at refs. He's a dick. He's this. But I ain't never seen the players come out and say that shit, dog. <laughs> it does not matter what you grown people who are judgmental and bitch made. Think about me. I don't give a fuck. Why aren't the kids who I'm affecting, right, getting them scholarships, getting them to the NFL, helping them with their lives, why don't they come out and talk shit? No, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I really don't get it. But it, that's what it is, dog. We got grown people that don't know anyone that come out and say that shit. Um, now, listen, man. I'm not here to knock Dion and all this shit. I think I love Dion's little speeches. I love what he stands for. I love all the shit. Um, I don't think he's a very good coach, okay? And not because I don't know. I do know. See, that's the difference. A lot of people think, oh, a coach is talking shit. No, I'm not hating or talking shit. I know a lot of inside stuff. I've, <laughs> I know a lot of coaches with him and coach with him and other things. There's a reason that he's probably not getting the TCU job and the Florida State job. And even though those administrators know nothing about hiring anyone, the the people that are brought into on the football side of things are like, you know, we don't think he's ready to coach this level yet, even though he's Dion. Because, see, once you get into that level, you're a big fish in a big pond now. And now the bigger fish are going to come eat you. Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. They're going to come eat you. 
And I love what Dion does. I love Dion, what he stood for, what he played, what he was when he played, all those things. But these kids are surely forgetting. Uh, he's brought his name back into relevance, just so we're clear. But a lot of these kids didn't know who Dion was, just so you're clear. You just make sure we understand each other. He's not known like he was with our my generation. These kids don't watch football no more, dog. They play they play video games. They tweet. They don't watch the fucking sport anymore. These kids don't know who the fucking all-time greats are. That's why these kids, the level and the 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 quality that you see on the field has digressed in my opinion tenfold because you don't have the kid that's wanting to go be great like Lawrence Taylor because the kid that's playing outside backer stand up DN don't know who Lawrence Taylor fucking is so how can I be greater than a motherfucker that I don't know who it is back in the day we wanted to be Troy Aikman. We wanted to be Lawrence Taylor. We wanted to be Barry Sanders. We wanted to be Eric Dickerson. We wanted to be Dion. These motherfuckers don't know who they are. So you think they're out working as hard as they that we did back in the day to be great? Hell no, man. These cats don't watch football no more, dog. They don't watch basketball. They don't watch their sport. They're more gifted athletically. They're faster, bigger, stronger than ever, but they're softer than ever. They lack work ethic, and you can't give heart, dog. You can't give a kid a trans heart. You can't give a kid a heart transplant. You cannot give a person a heart transplant. You cannot want it more than them, period. If you want it more than them, then you have a huge fundamental issue, (laughs) and you're going to be pissing up a rope the entire fucking time because a lot of people say that that relationships are controlled by the person who cares less. I don't know if I agree to that or not. I do see the point of it. Um, I think strong-willed individuals can take that and turn it and flip it. I think girls are always ahead of the guys in that regard in the beginning. I think all girls, because pussy's undefeated. Let's just keep it 100. Let's just keep it real. Pussy is undefeated, and the only thing that beats that is new pussy. So (laughs) girls are always going to have the fucking upper hand when it comes to controlling the relationship in in that regard. Now. Then you have these controlling, weirdo, creepy fucking men who want to control the girl. And then you have the girl who's mentally weak and she can't get out of the relationship and she's getting hit on, beat on, cheated on, won't leave. And then the guy thinks he's some major fucking player. He's fucking everybody and controlling you and have you at the house with watching the kid and shit. That is where... That's see, I I call dudes that do that bitches. Like life is too short, dog. Why, why? What does you get out of that? And then you girls that have that going on at home, you need to get the fuck out of there and drop your motherfucking nuts and get the fuck up out of there. Too many of these things we have going on, though. We have too many of these issues, and that's just the, that's the problem. But anyway. 
I'm better than you mentality, dog, is fucking crippling us. And it starts with the parents at the home that aren't teaching the kids. They're not better than you. Because these kids go to class every day thinking they're better than the teacher. They know more. They're better than the coach at practice. They know more. I don't need to show up to practice on time. I'm better than you. And I'm going to go home and play Fortnite and get on Twitter. And then I'm still come practice late and play. Because you allowed it. You didn't coach it. You didn't change the narrative. That's the problem. These motherfuckers, man, I, I don't know. I just I just think it's uh, it's really fucked up. I'm better than you. Antonio Brown thinks he's better than every single human being on earth. And if you don't think so, then you're a fucking idiot. And you're blinded by his talent. There's nothing worse than a waste of talent. I don't give a fuck if you're still kind of relevant because you're playing. I believe that he's been suspended by Bruce Arians. I don't believe he got hurt. That's just my gut instinct. I think he was suspended, and then he knew the the NFL got wind of his fake uh, vaccination card and all that, and I think they suspended him even longer than the NFL suspended him. I think that's what happened. Um, I think... I don't know if he's going to play again, number one. Number two, I think it's too much heat coming on Bruce Arians for playing certain guys and then allowing him um, to fucking do whatever he wants. He's a creepy, weird fuck. He's hit women. It's proven. He's continues to get work. He works for the good old boy, Tom Brady, Tom Brady will solve and save the day. He'll keep everybody at bay. He'll he'll he's the fucking poster child for the NFL. So you can't do wrong. Sign A B. I'll make sure he's okay. He'll live with me. Blah blah blah. Well, dog, a leopard don't change his spots. Motherfuckers always want to give you a fucking twentieth chance. A leopard don't change his spots. <laughs> He might play because of Godwin, but I'm telling you, there's still a lot of heat on him, dog. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and tried to get a guy that's sitting out there that just, like, Evans is hurt injury prone. The Bucks are struggling, man. You you could tell when the, when the star receivers went out, Tom Brady has no confidence in those other guys at all. And uh, it's fucked up. A little bit off topic to answer Josh here. Yeah, you know, obviously, oh, yeah, winners are built in the offseason, brother. That's a big old motto of mine. I mean, and it's and it's built early in the offseason. It's built in the hard, tough conditions. I, that's why I love being in Kansas at times and getting the opportunity to coach these youngsters because 5 a.m. weights in 20 below degree weather is a motherfucking nut check. It's a nut check to get your ass up. It's a psychological ploy to get you to go to sleep the night before to, so you get up early. That's what people didn't realize what I used to do. Then we get up, lifting started at 5, um, and champions are built in the off season, And you got to have certain ways to do it. And, uh, you know, it's not just going to weights. It's not just practices makes perfect it's perfect practice makes perfect 
understand perfect practice makes perfect. Like, why get up at five in the morning if you're going to bullshit the effort? Why get up at five in the morning, coaches, if you're going to allow bullshit effort? Why get up at five in the morning and not bust your ass and be done with it and have the whole day to yourself? Like, dog, that's what I don't understand. Um, yeah, I run the weight room, man. You know, the thing is, I'm not a weight room guy. I'm not a fucking strength conditioning guy. I just give it the nuts and guts it needs. And then the coaches learn through watching me how the shit is conducted, how it's organized, how it's structured. And that is how, in my opinion, a weight room should be conducted. Like, I would never hire a strength conditioning coach if I got a D1 job. It's the biggest waste of money, in my opinion. I would run it. And people would be like, damn. Like, dog. It, we're we're in the laziest, like Urban Meyer said, the most fragile state of the the union the United States has ever been in. Like these coaches are making more money than they've ever made, and yet have to hire another motherfucker to run the weight room, and you don't even come in. You're just chilling. You don't come in till later. I just gonna just show up. Nah, dog. Your team's going to fucking show up just like you do. You don't think they see that shit? It's osmosis, dog. They see your fucking laziness. They see your lack of interest. If you're not interested in the weight room, it's like a head coach. If he's not interested in special teams, you're going to be shitty on special teams. If you ain't interested in the weight room as the head coach, you're going to be soft as pussy. I'm just telling you, and, and a lot of you coaches out there listening, man, you need to fucking figure that shit out. It it will change your life if you get in that weight room. Um, exactly, Tim. The head coach being in there puckers assholes, number one. Number two, it puckers the coaches' assholes. Number three... It cuts out all the bullshit playing that should never occur in a weight room. I've seen bad accidents happen because motherfucking spotters are bullshitting. Spotters don't take it serious. Like, dog, I'm the I'm the biggest asshole from January till May. Uh, January to March or April in a winter conditioning and strength conditioning because that's when the team is made. That's when the, the law is put down. That is when the fucking... That's when I believe you should be the biggest asshole. That's when I think whoever makes it out of that time frame on your team is have a, has a better chance to make your roster than they do just coming in in the summer. They get to see the true you. Don't sugarcoat and lie to these kids. Be the asshole you are. <laughs> be that motherfucker, and they'll respect it. Too many motherfuckers think that they're they need to be coddled and sucked their dick needs to be sucked for them to like you. No, motherfucker. You got it all fucked up. That's what's wrong with the motherfuckers right now. That's what's wrong with you guys. I do believe in Ur with Urban though, when he said that it is a fragile system and, and world we're in. And half the reason he was fired is because these coaches were talking because they get cussed out by him. And now they're talking. Dog, I have a buddy that's coaching on that team. I'm just going to straight up call it out. 
when he said that you guys are shittier than fucking my staff at Bowling Green, I, I, that's something that totally I would say, number one. So I laughed. I thought it was funny. But he was like, dude, these coaches are soft as shit, JB. These motherfuckers are going on and telling people on social media how, so, how hard he is on us. Like, dog, you're making a lot of money in the NFL, and you're fucking being that bitch made. And we're just going to continue to allow it, dog. We keep allowing it, though, man. Um, administrators, owners, presidents, they keep hiring these dudes and letting them get fired for cancel culture shit. It blows my mind. Like, dog, I'm over the fucking vaccine, the mask. I'm over the shit. It's hit the boiling point. Like, don't have us get vaccine vaccinated and then tell us we have to wear a mask again. You you, you, you played us. Like, I already knew what it, what it is. But I'm just saying, you're going to have anarchy on your fucking hands here, Biden. You're going to have a fucking mass hysteria. Motherfucking half of us ain't going to want to do shit you say. The other half will. And you're going to have a fucking issue. Like, motherfucker, why did we get vaccinated? And now they're pushing the booster shot on us. Like, dog, there's, I told you from the gate, I don't vote for these motherfuckers. I'm straight down the pipe. I'm independent. I ain't no blue. I ain't no red. I ain't no right. I ain't no left. I ain't no liberal. I ain't no conservative. I ain't no bullshit. I'm an independent motherfucking thinker. So I call it what it is. If Biden was a pedophile motherfucker like I think he is too, and a racist like I think he is too, that's what I call the motherfucker. When I know that Trump raped little boys and girls and you're a pedophile motherfucker too and your whole fucking family is, I'm going to call you out and say what I say. I just think Biden was a lesser of two evils. I didn't never said he was great. I never voted for these motherfuckers. Priests and politicians, most crooked motherfuckers in the world. You think I would fucking vote for one of these motherfuckers? Dog, Facebook controls all that shit, whether you believe it or not. They, can, they took my Instagram down. Without cause, I don't have a fucking clue why. Can't get it back. Don't even know it existed. Can't find it. I can't get a hold of nobody. It is what it is. I'm going to sue Facebook. Fuck them. Because I'm losing money now that I, I, I didn't realize that I'm actually losing some money on this, losing Instagram. And I didn't realize it until I, you know, I've been out of it now for, what, two, three weeks without my Instagram. And it was in a verified account. That verification actually got me paid based on my following and based on the, 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 the things that were offered to me by certain companies. But, dog, you just dropped me like that? Like, there's an issue. Ah, fuck it. I'm going to sue Facebook. Can't get a hold of nobody, though. See what I'm saying? They, they, they're monitoring all your shit. This shit is being monitored, dog. <laughs> and you don't think so? Shit. That's why I really wasn't tripping. I didn't give a fuck about going back on Instagram. You haven't seen me make a new name. I'm not going to give a fuck. It was one less headache for me. But now I'm fucking being told that I'm losing some fucking cash. And that shit didn't sit well with me. Motherfucker, I'm one thing about I'm about my cheese. But anyway, um, I walk into Lowe's and they're like, dog, you got to put a mask on last week. I'm like, a mask, motherfucker? You had us get vaccinated. Uh, that's why I was thinking about going to Texas, but then I'm like, fuck, I get a bitch pregnant. She got to have a motherfucker. <sighs> Every state's fucked up, homie. Come on, dog. Like, don't, don't just talk shit about California, motherfucker. Half you motherfuckers that talk shit about California would live here in a motherfucking New York minute because you want this weather, this pussy, and this beach, motherfucker. Shut up. 
All you fuckers talk that shit, but you don't walk it. I'll never move to Florida, motherfucker. You got me fucked up. Florida's a shithole. I don't want to live in fucking Florida either. There ain't no place like Cali. Either know we're so fucked up. I ain't going to move to fucking Florida. I ain't moving no fucking place unless I took a job somewhere. I have no issues. See, I don't. I, I recruited Florida forever. I love Florida. I like the weather, the, the area. It's humid as fuck, though. It's like Hawaii on crack. I don't really like that. But there ain't nothing like Cali. I've lived everywhere. I'm not knocking no state. I'm just telling you, if you've ever lived here, you would know that this is a totally different animal. California is a total different animal. I've lived in Chicago. I've lived in Kansas City. I've lived in New York. I've lived all over the fucking country. I've lived in Hawaii. I lived in Amsterdam. There is no place like Cali. Period. You can't drive from San Diego to San Francisco and be in a city the entire time anywhere else in the world (laughs) and be on the coast on the ocean. Like, I'm just telling you. Bloomington, Indiana. Great little town, man. Love Bloomington. Um, but anyway, Urban Meyer's cockiness got in, in ahead of his egotistical uh, ways, and I think it cost him. Um, but he thought he was better than you. And, you know, it's unfortunate, man. Um this whole COVID in the NFL thing, automatic getting tested and shit, dog. Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm just over the whole shit. I'm done with the whole situation. I'm really done talking about it. It's kind of like I just want to go tuck myself away and chill. I don't even want to talk about this shit no more. It's so fucking dumb. Um, I don't know, dog. I really don't. Um. Let's just play. I don't understand. Fucking testing for what? It's the flu, homie. I've been telling you, motherfucker. This is the flu, dog. This is what it is. It's the new flu. Except the shit. I could see if fucking... No, I'm not trying to put nothing on anything, but I could see if fucking LeBron died of it. <laughs> Westbrook died of it. Like, there, are, there hasn't even been an athlete with... Near death scenarios. Like, what are we doing? Like, we're just really force feeding this shit down our throat and then we're all taking it. Like, dog, what are we doing? Appreciate everybody being a member out here. A new $1.99 membership, please. I'm going to start adding to the show and taking calls and doing different things. I'm working on getting all that done. January 22, my cigars will be out. New Cuban-style cigar. Uh, also, this show will have a new plat- a new twist to it. I'm going to try to take calls. I'm trying to get all that done in January. So this will be probably the last show before the new year because I need a break. I need to go on a little hiatus. I got a lot of shit to do. I got two puppies. Uh, one puppy just sold bourbon. He's going to Virginia to a uh, baseball head coach, a head baseball coach out there at a college. I'll shoot him out, shout him out uh, later later on when bourbon gets delivered. Ash is the trimural. He's still mine. I don't know. I would love to keep him, but I just don't know if I can with Stogie's whole fucking assholeness. So I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, plus, I don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up. So it's just always a uh, 
what am I doing next type of mentality and things that my schedule is just so fucking fluid, man. I, I just have so much shit going on that it's hard. So I'm trying to cut back on some dogs right now. Um, but anyway, as you hear the motherfuckers out there fighting, um, puppies. Yeah, I'll have players on. I'll have a lot of different uh, different people. But I, I'm not a huge uh, interview guy, man. I just like talking real shit. I don't like interviewing motherfuckers. Like, patting them, that, that's great for them, man. But that's what they do. Um, I don't like talking to other motherfuckers. Because there's no one real like me. And I don't want to make up bullshit questions to ask your fake fucking ass. I, I, that's why I'm different. Like, I'd rather have a guest co-host with me. Um... Then have guests on. I just, I don't like the motherfuckers. I don't like, I don't want to ask you questions. I'm not, I'd rather have questions asked to me. I don't want to ask you questions. Maybe I'll bring cats on the show to ask me questions. <laughs> Flip the script on a motherfucker. Um, the Brady criticism has been crazy. You know, Ryan Clark and these fake suit wearing motherfuckers on ESPN, they come out and they talk shit now. Well, Tom Brady needs to be that guy that's elite to make his team better. And then, like, so you want this motherfucker that 44 years old to be Lamar Jackson. Like, first of all, dog, the, what do you mean to be called the greatest? <laughs> the motherfucker already is the greatest. And I don't even think he's the greatest by cl not even close as far as skill set goes. Tom Brady's not even in the top fucking hundred. But he's the GOAT when it comes to winning them titles, dog. He's accurate. He's fucking poised. He's fucking smart. He knows where to go with the ball. He does the right thing at the right time. And uh, just telling you, dog, he's won seven, bro. He could have had ten. Just think about that. Let that sit in. And you guys are anointing Patrick Mahomes as the GOAT. <laughs> Remember I told you guys about fucking Kyler Murray? Remember I told you about Cam Newton? Remember I told you about all these motherfuckers? That, oh, he's the best. <laughs> yeah, Kyler Murray's the best, all right. Dog, you guys will see. You guys will very much see very shortly um, that these motherfuckers are all going to flounder. Dog, going for two and going for fourth down and this whole analytic thing is got to be possibly an extension of I'm better than you mentality. And it's one of the most ignorant thought process processes I've ever seen a grown person do in my life. We're competing versus computers now. And you're losing your jobs trying to appease a computer analytic system. I do know three points is better than zero. I do know six points is better than three. And I do know nine points is better than six. It's not, it's simple math. It's like, you know, it's not even Einstein math. It's not like trig or stats. We're chasing a ghost called analytics to appease a computer 
that tells us the percentages say to do this. Now, we're holding around a bunch of fucking papers to read analytics during a football game that's played by humans the last time I checked. That is won and lost by humans making grown men decisions who make millions of dollars and owners are looking to them as saviors to their organization. But we are deferring to a computer. (laughs) That shit makes no sense, does it? Just so we're clear, the last few teams that have gone for it on fourth down and have not kicked field goals have lost. I, I, I don't understand this whole thing. I really don't get it. Like, Dog, you would have won the game if you would have kicked field goals the other day. You would have tied the game, allowed momentum, which is a real thing, to carry you over into overtime, Coach Harbaugh, who I'm not telling you what to do. I think you're great as hell. I think you're a great head coach. Um, John Harbaugh is. But you'd be playing in overtime to have a chance. Like, analytics is one thing, but losing is another. (laughs) Dog, like, I don't get it. All I know is we would have went to overtime. I would have a fighting chance. You have no fighting chance with a backup quarterback. In a game of that magnitude against Aaron Rodgers on the other side. I'm tired of hearing, well, Aaron Rodgers on the other side, he's going to win anyway. How do you fucking know this, Nostradamus? Are you fucking Nostradamus? How the fuck do you know that they're not going to fumble? They're not going to drop the kickoff return. They're not going to throw a pick. They're not going to get a strip sack. Dog, how do you know? All I do know is you lost going for two points (laughs) and a horrible play design. As much as I love their offense and what they do, because it's so similar to what I do, that two-point play was unbelievably bad design. And it is known that if we're going to run sprint out versus a one-high look who's cheated to the fucking field side that we're sprinting to, he is the automatic read key. The free safety is the read key. So if you watch Hunley and that fucking offense last night, try to go for two, and you see that fucking free safety buzz the flat and go chase fucking Edwards down where he throws an incomplete ball versus, it wouldn't have been a completion with no safety, by the way. But anyway, you'll see Hollywood Brown running the crosser in the back of the end zone butt naked because the free safety dictates who you throw the football to versus one high on sprint out. And the free safety buzzed the fucking flat and was the quarter defender, and you had Hollywood Brown in the back of the end zone butt naked on the crosser. And the skiff would never got there. Everybody's like, what's the skiff? Don't worry, I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, he was the middle backer that was kind of hanging loose trying to get over to the cover that throw he could never have got that ball if he fucking would have thrown it across the middle of the field and hollywood brown would have scored they would have won but 
It was a horrible design. They predetermined the throw. He knew who he was supposed to throw to. They told him where to go, and it got double teamed, and it was shitty. And if you watch that play, watch the free safety buzz of flat. Watch Hollywood Brown butt naked in the back of the end zone. I was just watching it as soon as I knew he sprinted out. And then you put a tight end out wide where I understand Mark Andrews is great, but he's not a wide receiver. That's what we have wide receivers for. Why not use him in his natural spot and put him on a different person? Now you're putting him on a corner into the fucking end zone for a two-point play to win the game, and possibly you might be out of the playoffs now after that decision. Kick the extra point, and you go to overtime and have a fucking boxer's chance. Like, I don't get it. Bo Nix to Oregon. Like, let me just, I'm going to just be real simple with this and real quick with this, okay? The head coach, Dan Lanning, I know him well, texted me the other day live on this show. The OC, um, Dillingham, I know well, okay? Spent a lot of time with both those guys. Very young guys. Dillingham was the OC at Auburn who was on the staff, who recruited Bo Nix, okay? Just so we're clear. That's why he's going to Oregon. Dillingham is now the OC at Oregon. He left Florida State. So he was at Auburn. First he was at Memphis, got the job at Auburn, went to Florida State. Now he's at Oregon, okay? Connect the dots. I'll just leave it real simple. That's why Bo Nix is going to Oregon. So there you go. If anyone don't know, that's why. Just let's be real quick with it. No need to go into it. I still think he's a fucking bitch. I don't like the transfer portal. I hate it. I still don't understand the grad transfer issue. Like, why not just play there? I don't understand the I'm coming into your place. You're going. I'm I got to leave. Like, there's no compete. I wish a motherfucker would transfer into my place. Like, we had no option to leave. There was never a discussion to leave because of I'm scared of competition. We're so scared of competition, it's fucking leaving the football field, leaving the football offices, leaving the weight room, and it's going into McDonald's, motherfuckers, where you work at now and are late to work and being fired at your $10 an hour job. It's fucking folding over and rolling over into the job you work at every day and society is seeing it firsthand and it's soft as runny baby shit it is what it is coaches make more than ever more than ever have before yet they are lazier than ever they rather recruit the portal than recruit a real fucking tangible kid from high school or juco they rather fucking go to the portal, these kids. Speaking of the kids, they rather go to the portal instead of going to JUCO and fucking earn their stripes. And it is not about team anymore. It's about NILs, selfish realities. This is what we live in. It's a different world. Assistant coaches who you hired bash you. This, is, this world's all fucked up. I'm just telling you, dog. I hired you. I don't give a fuck if you motherfuck me. We used to have a joke, a running joke in the office. If Nick Saban hired me, I would fucking shine his shoes for a million dollars a year. <laughs> like that nowadays? No, hell no, dog. I want $2 million. I got to be the OC. Like, homie, we are so fucking in, enabled and in instant gratification seeking that it's unbelievable. But, you know. 
I don't know, man. It's really fucking sad. We used to do. We used to be about the team. Now we're about I I I N I L. I want to do this. Like, oh man, it's bad. Dog. It's really bad. Um, I don't know. That's kind of why I agree with Urban Meyer and defend the coach in this set. I I I I think the, co- the kicker was a bitch for coach kicked me. I think you're a fucking bitch. Uh, number one, number two, though. Why didn't you say it before? Um, you say it now, um, and uh, I, I don't know. It's it's fucking crazy. But anyway, uh, like I said, the whiskey's in Oklahoma. If you guys are out there uh, anywhere in Oklahoma, um, I'm better than you. Mentality has really fucked America, and I'm gonna end it at this. I don't know if you've watched the University of Penn destroyed uh, this this transgender man who was born with a dick, okay? Let's just be clear. He's now a female, apparently. (laughs) That's impossible, just so we're clear. Just stop saying it. Stop buying into the bullshit. He's not a female. He'll never be a female. Okay, I don't give a fuck if you have your hormones changed and all this different thing. No, you're a man, motherfucker. You have man hands. You have a fucking man jaw. You have a fucking man dick. And now you cut it off. So be it. Anyone that has a dick growing up and wants to cut it off and put a vagina in its space. And any woman who had a vagina and wants to put a dick on those are people that are really fucking troubling in my opinion. Like those are real, that's the real mental health motherfuckers out there. Like that's mental health dog. Let's just keep it real. (laughs) Dog. We've allowed a man born a man that he got a sex change. Thinks he has the right to compete versus females in a swimming event. And this University of Penn swimmer just smoked a bunch of fucking real females born with vaginas. And they allowing this. They're allowing this. And this is okay with America. Like, that is what I... I want to make sure we end this fucking deal with. That is what's being accepted in society now. Like, that is the fucking world we live in. We're letting men who want to be a woman compete versus women and just demoralize them. They're still a man, motherfucker. So are we going to allow men... So there, I was just asking that question. MMA is allowing male fighters to fight women? Dog, you're kidding me. You fucking kidding me. Dog, it's unbelievable. Like, that's why men are bitches if they hit females. Like, it doesn't, it, there's no place for it. It's genetically unfair. It's genetically not meant to be equal in the strength and stamina world. Even though there's some women out there that would beat a bitch made motherfuckers ass. I know there would be. (laughs) Trust me. But dog, 
Men should not be hitting women because of the simple fact of genetics, biomechanics, in every which way in muscular performance. And you got enhanced muscular performance men taking muscular enhancements that are still beating up women? Holy fuck, dude. You got to be joking me. And we're letting them compete with fucking... Real women in fucking events? Oh, transgender fucking men fighting women in a MMA fight is a real thing? Oh. Dog, that shit is unbelievable, man. I don't get it, man. I really don't. We're fucked up. We're really fucked up right now. Like, looking, dog, I, I'm going to be honest. I met a guy at the gas station the other day or uh, at the car wash, and he was telling me that his wife died, and he wasn't very, like, distraught. And he's like, Coach, I'm going to be honest with you, man. He came over and said he was a fan, and we were talking. And he's like, I got to be honest with you, Coach. My wife died, man, and I'm not even upset. And I'm like, okay, this weird motherfucker, right? He's like, I don't want my wife in this world, man. He goes, I don't want to be in this world. And I'm looking at him, and he's like, this is a different world, coach. It is fucked up. It is fucking sad. Our kids are fucked up. This guy was 58 years old. He goes, our kids are generational, are fucked up. The parents are allowing these kids to do whatever they want, walk all over them, transitioning into the classroom and into real-life settings where they're disrespectful as fuck. He literally said, I don't care if I die tonight, I will be fine. I do not want to be here. He's like, I will never kill myself off. I'm not that weak-minded. And me and him are on the same language, dog. We're on the same path. We're talking my eye to eye. And uh, we're just like, damn. Same thought process. Like, I'm with you. Like, dog, I, you know, I, I'm just telling you. It is fucked up out here right now. And unless somebody grabs the bulls by the horn and changes some shit with the youth, this place is going to implode and we're about to be fucked like you've never seen. We're going to lose wars, dog. I'm just telling you. I think I'm bullshitting. But anyway, man, the puppies are crying. I got to get the fuck out of here. I appreciate everybody being on YouTube. Become a member. It's $1.99 a month, man. I appreciate you guys. Hit the like button. Subscribe. And uh, I'll see you guys after the holidays. Who knows, man? I might pop up Wednesday. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be on Pat's show Friday or not. I'll let you know. Or obviously, you watch Pat's show, you'll see my crazy ass on there. Appreciate you guys, man. Listen, man, I ain't better than you. And uh, I hope you're better than me. i put it that way. For the real coach, JB, man, I appreciate everybody being in here. And uh, I'll holler at you guys soon. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year if I don't hear from you guys, man. Be safe out there. I hope to see you on the other side. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Hey, man, give me another guy. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you.